You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Welcome to The Express. It's Bilal Vakani, joined as always by my second favorite, Daniel, Daniel Shahori. And Dan, the WWE Elimination Chamber is here. And they're very much in a holding pattern, it seems, ahead of WrestleMania. Oh, they certainly are. And uh, oh, first of all, well, let's rewind a second. Hmm. Back in the day, I was your second favorite, Daniel, because of Daniel Bryan, a sure. person who no longer exists. <laughs> huh? I, I, I know it's Brian Danielson, but I, I'm still going to call him. I, he's still a Daniel. Okay. Daniel first or they last are, name. They are certainly in a holding pattern. Uh, uh, this is an interesting show. This is an interesting week hmm. for this company. And uh, there's a lot of things happening. Uh, and yes, it's uh, many interesting things about this. Uh, am I interested in the overall show itself? We'll see. It's, mm-hmm. it's a premium live event. Yeah, I just I'm looking at this, Dan. I, I can't imagine Goldberg becomes the champion. Heck no. I would assume between Bobby Lashley and Brock, maybe they trade the title back. Maybe they don't. I don't think it really changes the fact that Brock is going to face Roman anyways. I can't imagine Lita taking the women's title. Rousey's match feels like a warm-up. Uh, the, the women's elimination chamber, I could count on one hand. The people I think who are probably on a few fingers, the people who are legitimate contenders, I'd be shocked if the Viking Raiders took a title. We've got a rematch from the Rumble. And for some reason, you know, we have Ray and, and the Miz, which we'll get to at the very end because nobody cares. So, yeah, mm-hmm. not a card. This, this is not a card where I expect to be very surprised and I, I could legitimately see one title change, if that. Well, there, in lieu of recent news or re- recent speculations, what's going on in the wrestling world, the, the title match on the WWE champion side, hmm. it could be, who knows what could happen here. In, in other words, if the, we might as well merge this story into this, mm-hmm. the rumors of Cody Rhodes yep. showing up, uh, he might be going for a belt come mania and therefore Brock will not win this belt and still go after Roman Reigns. Yeah, I think you raise a valuable point. And to quickly review is the WWE championship elimination chamber, Bobby Lashley defending against Seth Rollins, Austin theory, Riddle, Brock and AJ. And to your point, you know, Seth has already lost to Roman and that was a great match at the rumble, but I don't think we see him as a legit contender. Austin theory is mainly in there for laughs. See Brock Lesnar selfie with him. Uh, Riddle is still in the midst of this Randy Orton story. Uh, not to say you couldn't turn that into a world title picture. If you just weren't confident in Bobby Lashley and you had nothing else, AJ is just coming off of going down to NXT of all things. So, you know, you really have two options, right? You keep it on Bobby and you do something with it or you let Brock take it against Roman. But to your point about Cody, you know, if you're starting to look ahead to WrestleMania and there were also reports, you know, that Shane McMahon, of course, wanted to do something at WrestleMania before he overplayed his hand in the rumble and promptly got fired. You know, there is a spot for Cody. And, you know, I look at this card and and I agree with you. I think if you were to put him, let's say against Damian Priest or against Shinsuke Nakamura, I don't really think, that would be fair to Cody. Right. And especially if you think of his story now, yeah, it just, I don't think it'd be fair to him to be in a mid card picture. I think the whole storyline of him creating a W, which I know they won't fully get into, but the fact that he couldn't challenge for a main event title and this notion that he could go after this WWE championship, uh, whether it be against a Bobby Lashley or anyone else, uh, I think would be fascinating 
And certainly even, you know, hearing him go back and forth with MVP, especially, you know, if Brandy's in his corner, right? You could have Brandy and MVP uh, throwing barbs. And I think with some scripting, Brandy might be a lot better off. Uh, we'll never get to see her versus Paige Van Zandt. Um, But I think there's a lot of potential there. But I guess, you know, when it comes down to it, Bobby Lashley should probably retain because I think if you give it to Brock, you really start to uh, close your doors uh, going into a two-day rest- two WrestleMania. For sure. So in my take is uh, if, if they're not going the Brock route mm. and the Cody factor is a real thing, mm. then I, I think Seth Rollins is going to win. Because I think before the Shane McMahon mishap, that was the plan, mm. having Shane and Seth Rollins. Uh, I think because who would you want Cody? To, I don't know if you I think also to explain how they get uh, Brock, uh, the belt or to keep the belt off of Brock, mm. you know, they like, something, something major has to take Brock out of this match for him not to win it. So mm. Bobby and Brock cancel each other out. I'm thinking Seth Rollins wins this Cody Rhodes shows up with Seth Rollins. Uh, uh, we'll see. Uh, there's even rumors. Cody may show up in Saudi. I'm not as convinced mm. of that, but it is very interesting. Uh, something that's a lot less interesting is the Universal Champion <laughs> Roman Reigns taking on Goldberg in a rematch from WrestleMania a couple of years ago that uh, nobody wanted. And I'm quite concerned, uh, especially about Goldberg. You know, there's a lot of reasons to be concerned about Goldberg having a match because of his age. Um, also, to send him to Saudi of all places. Um, I, I guess pastoralism knows no bounds. You know, you, you send... Goldberg to one of the more most traditional markets uh, of Muslims possible is a very interesting choice. Um, but I guess to their credit, they want to see Goldberg. So I will give them credit for inclusion. He's the most um, popular Jew in that <laughs> region. Of the world. Yeah. But I guess, nevertheless, I just, man, I, I, I hope it's short. I hope Roman retains and I, I kind of, you know, maybe Goldberg's son can show up and get, you know, tackled by Paul Heyman. I don't know, but this is odd. <laughs> Uh, yes, it, it shouldn't go over 10, I mean, 20 with it, with entrances, but uh, 10 for the match, if that, unless there's a lot of shenanigans, which there probably well could be, but reigns 100% going over. Yeah, I, I don't even want to say anything more about that. But in a similar vein, we're going to see uh, mm-hmm. the Raw women's champion, Becky Lynch, defending against Lita. I, I will give WWE a lot of credit. This Lita Becky Lynch storyline is miles better than the Roman Reigns Goldberg one. It's not just, oh, hey, I'm back. I want a title shot. There is some very legitimate, you know, Becky Lynch describing Lita as her teenage idol. Now, it is pretty worrisome that, you know, we saw Lita in a little bit of the Royal Rumble and then she hasn't really wrestled a match uh, at all since that. So this will fundamentally be her first singles match in a very long time. I don't really think Lita can go at a significant level. I, I think that goes without saying the story has been great. Uh, I don't think the match will be super strong. And, you know, as always with a women's match in Saudi, I, I think the way they're going to be attired is going to take away from it because especially given some of the comments Lita has made separately about this, um, I think it's going to be a bit of a problem, but I guess, you know, as this filler women's title match, it's okay. So what do you do though? I mean, she's mm-hmm. coming back for a, a run, mm. uh, which, you know, probably at least two pay-per-view cycles. Mm. So she has to be looked at as competitive. So it can't be a, a squash. It can't be a five minute. Mm. I don't know. Uh, it's got to, it's got to be a competitive match, but you know, Becky's 
most likely, I, I, I'm not positive, but she's mm. most likely going to win this. Yeah, I, I would think so. I'd be very shocked if that goes any other way. Um, and I still will get to the uh, the Raw Elimination Chamber match in, in a moment to kind of talk about what could be next for this title. Um, but, you know, if you throw out, for example, the potential of, you know, Lita versus Rhea Ripley or Bianca Belair, I think she would die, Dan. So I don't I hope that doesn't happen. Uh, and even Alexa Bliss, I think she would die. So uh, I, I think for her sake, it, it will be probably. A one and done. Not to say she can't do maybe another feud, right? That could somehow factor into Mania. You could get, uh, I don't know, Alita versus some other woman on the roster, uh, a Bianca or or a Rhea in like a side match, right? Because you got you got two days to fill, and if she can go, she can go, uh, and hopefully she can. Um, but I'm worried. Speaking of people who can go, Ronda Rousey and Naomi are going to team up for you know, just for the sake of having similar enemies against the SmackDown women's champion, Charlotte and Sonya Deville. This one's very disappointing, right, Dan? Because on one end, Ronda's not quite what she was in ring before she had a a, a kid, which is no knock against her, but it's just the reality of it. Naomi, this alliance is not really there. Sonya and Charlotte, there's something there, but also Sonya is not quite in the ring shape. We remember her in prior to, uh, some of the personal events that caused her to go away. So I assume we're going to see Charlotte and Naomi work the majority of this match, uh, which we've seen a lot of already. But I guess, you know, if it serves as a way to get Ronda there and get her warmed up for WrestleMania, okay, I guess. Well, the last thing you said, that's exactly what this is. Because I'm looking, I'm like, okay, they just needed a reason to get Ronda on the show. Mm. Um, because this is a this is a SmackDown match of anything. Like, this. Yeah. Sh- this has no reason to be on a pay-per-view. Look at the look at the the Saudi show suddenly getting the most women matches on a pay-per-view, mm. probably since that all women's pay-per-view that yeah. they did a few years ago. Yeah, I, I it's surprising to me. And look, may, I'm hoping the reason for this is that you know they've said, hey, listen, we get it. They can wear what they want, and because of that. Now we're going to just go all out, right? We're going to double down on the women. What do you mean wear what they want? Like there won't be the long t-shirts like, you know, there the won't past. Be? Uh, like that's what I'm thinking. I don't know why else you would double down, if not triple down. I don't know women. about that. I didn't hear that. Yeah, no, I, I didn't either. I, I'm, But I know in the past, um, the WWE has pushed the Saudis for, you know, whether it be female commentators with Renee Paquette or more women's matches or women's matches at all. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping or that there's some creative compromise, right? Because if we're going to get not one, not two, but three matches where, you know, we're getting women wearing, you know, almost comically long t-shirts because of a regime that only recently let women drive. um, It's going to be jarring as a viewing experience. Like one match is a spectacle. Three matches is I I think going to be tough for people. Uh, Speaking of that, let's get to the third match. It's Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, Dewdrop, Nikki Ash, and Alexa Bliss. And the winner of this Elimination Chamber match will get a Raw women's title match at WrestleMania. Uh, Alexa Bliss being the late drop in here. uh, I think she might be the favorite, Dan. But certainly, uh, I wouldn't be shocked if a Rhea Ripley or Bianca Belair came out the winner here. I'm hoping for Bianca. I'm hoping that she finally get some comeuppance from what happened to her at SummerSlam mm. with that 26 second loss. I still feel that th- this company did her dirty on that. Uh, I hope it's Bianca Belair. Uh, it's quite possibly uh, bliss, mm-hmm. but I'm hoping for Bianca. 
Yeah, it's very interesting to me because we know Bianca's got the final spot. You would imagine Alexa Bliss will be one of the final spots. So those two are going to be two of the final ones. Uh, they let Rhea Ripley really shine in that gauntlet match on Raw. Yes. So they, they're going to let her go far. Uh, that's not good news for Nikki Ash or Liv Morgan, who are probably going to be, if not the first two people in the match, the first two people out of the match. And uh, as much as Dewdrop is a force, I think you could see a bit of an alliance to take her out. Um, and realistically, Liv Morgan and Dewdrop had a match on main event a couple of weeks ago. So despite the fact, on one hand, you could say they were recently title contenders. You could also say they dropped right from that to main event, back to Raw, back to the Elimination Chamber. But I think that shows you the flux those two women are in. Um, and, and I think, you know, if you go back to Lita and even her promo with Charlotte, um, I, I think up until recently, there's a potential that Ronda Rousey was going to be on Raw. And these women were going to be shifted down the card. And just because she's not going to be on Raw, it, it doesn't mean a, a Bailey or an Alexa Bliss is not going to take that top spot uh, or potentially Bianca or Rhea. But I think for the other three women, it's just going to be a battle to see who's out first. And yeah, I would be very shocked if it's not Rhea, Bianca and Alexa as the final three. Um, I will give them credit at that point. I think all, all, all bets are off. Any three of them could win. Yes, Rhea a little bit less than the other two, um, but I would even say be, between Bianca and Alexa, it's a toss-up, right? They could go in either direction. Um, they've invested more screen time with Alexa, but she yep. hasn't had the matches. Bianca's got a pre-existing storyline with uh, Becky Lynch, so I could see it going either way. And as much as I think the men's chamber is going to give you more seasoned wrestlers, I think this is a more compelling match in terms of who could win it and the possibilities of it. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, yeah, they Alexa, like you said, like she hasn't had a match, but they certainly focus on her. Yeah, you know, I'll jump right to the SmackDown tag team titles. This one's very odd to me, Dan, because the Usos are defending against the Viking Raiders. But I almost think this would have been, and maybe it will be, a WrestleMania match. Because at some point, if Brock is going after Roman and by extension the Usos, he's going to need help. And I've said this before, the Viking Raiders are basically Brock Lesnar light. Like they're the diet Pepsi of Brock Lesnar, right? So I don't get why you would do this match now uh, unless it's just a stalling tactic and you're just going to do it at WrestleMania anyways. Uh, I forgot this match was on the card. Hmm. Um, I So, right. So, right. They're going to get past the Viking Raiders. So hmm. who does the Usos face at Mania? I, I don't think there's another tag team right now on Who's SmackDown. Who's the Raw champions? The... Uh, Chad Gable and uh, Otis. Right. Well, maybe them. Or maybe, I don't know. I have no idea what they're going to do with yeah. them. I, I just it's don't just think... It's not going to be the Viking Raiders. The only other team on SmackDown they really developed is Los Lotharios. Um, and I just don't think... Like, those are two so heel like teams. They just put them together. They yeah. just gave them a win, their first win. But maybe... Yeah, yeah, you're right. They're maybe they're heating them up for that. Very, very odd choice. Maybe they'll do some sort of triple threat, fatal four way, um, and you know maybe two of the mid carters uh, will end up in this. You know, uh, it's it's very odd. Uh, speaking of odd, we're gonna get Drew McIntyre versus Madcap Moss again. It's a rematch from the Rumble, and Dan, this clearly means they're saving Baron Corbin versus McIntyre for Mania. So uh, yeah, here we go again. Why is this a false count anywhere? I guess so. Baron could be more involved. Okay. And the sword. That's all I can and think of. Camels. Yeah, I guess. I, I would mm. imagine Riddle would ride one 
to the chamber. Um, but I have to go to the desert. Yeah, I, I suppose you could take the sword and, and take him onto the desert. But uh, and this isn't really a knock against Drew and Madcap. I think essentially they're given very met material and they kind of make it work through their own personality and athleticism. Um, but it's just it's just too long on a feud. You know, I, I think Drew could be doing Drew should probably be in. I, I guess there isn't a SmackDown chamber match, but if there was, you would be in that match. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't really have anything else to say about this. <laughs> No, it's a, it's a, again, it's another thing that should be on SmackDown. Yeah, very odd. And then finally, and we'll finish with a, a, an equally odd one. Uh, Rey Mysterio is taking on The Miz. If you haven't been watching Raw, I don't blame you. But uh, the Mysterios have had a feud with Rey or with The Miz, and Dominic's had a couple matches. Rey's had a match, I believe. And here we go again. Um, yeah, I don't really know what else they're going to do unless Aliyah or Mama Mysterio is going to come take on Maurice. And that's where there is a play. Uh, it's not as if the Miz is trying to get Dominic to turn on Ray. So this is, um, I, I think the idea was for the Miz to help Dominic uh, with some character work, you know, to put him over as a face by what a heel he is. And I think that's worked to some extent, but um, this isn't really doing a lot for anyone, I don't think. No, and and I just look at it and I just, I can't see what either of them, Ray or Miz, are going to do at Mania. What are they going to do? I don't see where this is leading for either of them. Yeah, it's very, very odd. I, I have a feeling they're just all like going to battle end. royal. They're going to be both and they're going yeah. to be in the battle royal. Both no, that, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Um, so I guess, Dan, uh, probably the bottom line here is uh, unless Cody Rhodes shows up, I don't think there's going to be much to write home about on this show. No, I don't think he's, I mean, I wouldn't, why would you waste the Cody Rose uh, appearance on, on that audience that, that I don't think that that audience is going to care. Maybe mm. they, some of them will, but mm. it's, they should not waste they, it, If, if they do absolutely have Cody, he should, I don't know where they are in, at raw, what city they're in, but yeah. he should be on Monday night raw this coming Monday. I, I think the, Saudi. So the problem becomes Dan uh, Cody's in negotiations They've got a lot of money on the Saudi deal. And you, you know that if, if he was going to show up on this show, they would put that extra stack of cash in the deal for him and Brandy. And I think that could be very appealing. Um, Do you think the Saudi prince is following the Wrestling Observer website and going, hmm, hey, in uh, calling with, hey, you got Cody? Is he coming? We want him on the, do you think he, do they, do you think that no, he's aware I, that this is a possibility? No, but I could very much see Vince um, going to him and saying, hey, uh, you remember Dusty Rhodes? He has a son and the son is quite a big deal. You have more money for me. And if he gets that additional money. remember the son. Yeah, if he gets, or do you remember Goldust? You mean Goldust? Yeah. Either he's going to want Goldust. He's going to want him to dress up as Stardust and say, okay, close enough. We got discount Goldust. Um, so I if wouldn't. Stardust know, shows up in Saudi Arabia, I'm all for that. That would be literally out oh of this my world. Goodness. And yeah, honestly, yeah. it could be something so silly as yeah. Riddle bumps into him backstage. Oh. And he's like, oh my God, it's the boogeyman oh. uh, or something ridiculous like that. Yeah. But. Uh, uh, that that would be something, but I think to your point, um, especially, and I'm always skeptical with any reporting, right? Especially with the wrestling, because anything yeah, could change. I hope it's not true. Any of this? Uh, look, I, I think there's a decent chance that not here, but on one of the shows leading up to WrestleMania, Cody's going to show up, yeah, and they're going to look at Bobby Lashley and say, you know what, this is good, but it's not really something that's got crossover potential. 
So we're going to give the belt to Cody at Mania and it will be a big moment. And this is a company about moments. And I don't think, you know, and obviously after that point, they can book Cody like crap, which they inevitably will. But he'll get a lot of money. His wife will get a lot of money. He'll get a WrestleMania moment. And then next thing you know, he won't have the title and he'll be feuding with Randy Orton again. Yeah. And then they'll let him go. Just, yeah, probably in a couple of years. I, mean, I don't believe that the guy with the, the American neck tattoo should be mm. beating Bobby Lashley at Mania. I think he should be beating Seth Rollins. Yeah, I, fair. I, I think that's the better move. Uh, and, and maybe I will say if Seth wins now, I will be thinking of you and thinking of the potential of Cody taking the title off. Or of, AJ. But yeah. a, uh, AJ's leaning more face these days. Cody will debut as a face. I think Cody will debut as Cody, which is neither he- face mm. nor heel. Um, but I, to your point, I don't know how much he's going to be able to sell Vince McMahon on that prospect. Um, or, or Vince McMahon might look at him and say, no, you're a heel. You're a, a money-grabbing <laughs> then he, trader. Then he, then he yeah. accepts it? Yeah. Yeah. Union yeah. creating uh, whatever. You know, you go yeah. on and on. Uh, in Vince's eyes, he probably is a heel. Well, he is a heel yeah. in Vince's and, eyes, yeah. So he who knows? He yeah. may... Yeah, he might rain on uh, Bobby Lashley's parade. Mm. Um, What an interesting world we live in, Dan. Where Stone Cold Steve Austin could also face Kevin Owens at this point. This story has been lost over over that. Which, yeah, okay, so that looks like it's going to happen. I think so. But I guess until it happens, it's just speculation. So people aren't losing their minds yet. Um, I'm excited. Like, if this happens, look, this company always finds a way to suck me back in. Uh, but, you know, I'm tentative. So I'm looking forward to, look, if this happens, if Stone Cold does come back, great. I think there'll be several weeks of intriguing television, getting Stone Cold back and having Stone Cold do promos again. Um, I, you know, I, I don't have super high expectations from him in the ring, but, but Stone Cold is probably looking at Sting and going, Okay, and and taking ideas of how he could do limited but effective movement, you know, like a limited version of what he once was, mm-hmm. and that that will be realistic and, and that he can handle, right? And I think he's smart enough to be able to pull that off. And I think, I think he's going to, I think he's going to have a a, a run, like a mm-hmm. maybe three matches in twenty twenty two. Yeah, I could see it. And look, Texas, Kevin Owens, um, some tag matches. Yeah, you know. it's a pretty ideal situation. Uh, I, I worry about WWE, and uh, Goldberg's a prime example of it. They just don't value tag team wrestling the way they value singles wrestling. Sure. Um, so th- but is an attraction match, like Stone Cold yeah. and The Rock team up against somebody? You know, Yeah, like well, Stone Cold, Stone Cold and The Rock and versus Cena Roman Reigns up. and yeah. Kevin Owens, that would be something. You could, right. Um, you, can, you can really... So yeah, of course he should have his singles match and then you very, use him very sparingly. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm a little worried, but a little excited as well, which is generally how I feel about WWE. Uh, yeah. Dan, always a pleasure for anyone watching Elimination Chamber. Remember, it starts at like 12 Eastern. So, you know, either That's set right. your DVRs or don't totally sleep in on Saturday. Dan, always a pleasure. I believe there's some AEW pay-per-view around the corner, I'm told. So we'll have to check in soon about that as well. Okay, my friend. Thank you. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. 